Fitbit hits the street, Recon gets assimilated, and look, a happiness sensor. Welcome. This is the Wearable Tech Insider podcast for the week ending June 19th, 2015. I'm Dan Rosenbaum. This week, Fitbit's IPO is a big success. Intel snaps up Recon Instruments, and Hitachi tries to associate movement with happiness. First, Fitbit. When it first filed, Fitbit said it wanted to raise about $100 million in its IPO. It overachieved, a little. When it was all over, the company and some of its shareholders pulled in $732 million, and the stock was worth roughly twice the initial estimate. Now, this is the first stock offering from a wearable's pure play, and it couldn't have been timed better. Fitbit posted a nice profit last year, and analysts agree that, up until now, it's dominating the smart band and fitness tracker business. The thing is, those numbers don't count the Apple Watch, which is estimated to have sold more than 2 million units in the second quarter, which is about three times what Fitbit sold in the first three months of this year. So is the stock a good buy? That's not for us to say, but the big thing is that Fitbit now has $700 million in the bank, and it didn't have to give up much voting control to get it. That money can buy a lot of R&D and market presence, and is a big flaming moat against people who want to take them on. Now, speaking of big flaming moats, Intel continued its wearables acquisition strategy this week by buying Recon Instruments. Recon is big in the sports market, especially skiing, and it makes an augmented reality module that Oakley put in a ski goggle last year. And it makes a standalone AR visor of its own. Now, in the last year or so, Intel has purchased the Basis Fitness Watch Company, a controlling interest in Vuzix, which makes a nice enterprise visor, and just this week announced a visor for gamers, and now Recon. Not many small visor companies left in the market, are there? And now in the health tech news, here's Alfred Poor. Alfred? Thanks, Dan. On Health Tech Insider, we write a lot about big data and the possible benefits that it can provide to both individuals and communities as a whole, improving health care and cutting costs. Well, we have two stories related to big data this week. The first comes out of Stanford, where they partnered with an outfit called Practice Fusion that provides online electronic health records for small medical practices. And between the two of them, They amassed data on over 3 million patients. They were interested in looking into a possible correlation between the use of a popular heartburn medicine for those patients with acid reflux. They wanted to see if there was any correlation between the use of that medication and heart disease. In fact, they discovered for the patients who used the heartburn medicine, they were actually twice as likely to die from a heart attack as those who didn't. The research points towards the need for more investigation of this, but it shows that there's something worth looking into here. So it's a a win for big data when it comes to medical research. The other story comes from Hitachi, the Japanese industrial giant, and they have created a happiness sensor to track whether or not their employees are happy. In practice, this device really doesn't measure their happiness. What it does is measures their activity and their location in the office. And what they did was they gathered information from employees over a period of time and at the same time surveyed them about their mood to find out who was feeling happy and who wasn't. 
They then correlated the behavior patterns with the mood reports and determined which kind of behavior is more likely to match up to an employee that's feeling happy. So it's not actually measuring happiness directly, but indirectly instead. Hitachi also found that happiness does correlate with productivity, so it's going to be useful for the company to be able to predict whether a given employee's behavior is likely to make them happy or not. You can read more about these on the website. For Health Tech Insider, I'm Alfred Poor. Thanks, Alfred. With augmented reality applications being so interesting to industrial customers, we're spending a lot of time here talking to companies in that market. We sat down at the Augmented World Expo with George Valdez of the software company Augmate, who took us through his company's enterprise-level management tool. Augmate is providing a device management platform for wearables to allow for the secure deployment of these devices at scale. What you're seeing is kind of a dashboard. We can build out these dashboard widgets to be very specific to the needs of their end customer. What is the current state of a certain device? as well as current state of users that are using that device. Um, you have information about whether a device is locked. We can lock devices by um, geofencing, mm -hmm. and this is important for large operations where these are very expensive devices, and you want to be able to securely lock them down in case something, someone leaves with a device and accidentally walks into a zone in which certain features of the smart eyewear should not be on. Right, So we, we, we implement this feature of being able to switch different uh, components on and off of the device as well. We can tell you the state of the device in terms of battery life, which is very critical. And so giving our users a notification system that allows them to switch out these devices or switch out the battery packs ends up being very critical. Is the universe of devices that you're working with particularly large at this point? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, as, as I'm going through the list of, of AR devices in, in my head, it's a pretty short list. The number of companies, yes, that are that are building these um, devices is currently very small. I mean, I would say maybe there's like six or seven off the top of my head of people that are actually working on these type of devices. We think that that ecosystem is going to become more fragmented. There will be way more hardware providers um, doing this. A lot of the big providers, I mean, Sony just entered the space um, very recently with their own smart glass solution. So we think that this is going to just um, be plethora of choices going to expand. The key component here being that all of them run on a single OS. So what Google Glass did when they first came out was that it consolidated the market in terms of what operating system people were using. Right? So a lot of people were using their own OSs, but now with Android, it's pretty much the entire ecosystem. So we can leverage that to be able to provide a device agnostic platform that can manage any of these devices. George Valdez, Director of Business Development at Augmate. And that's all for this week. The Wearable Tech Insider podcast is a production of Centering Media, Brooklyn, New York. Alfred Poor is on the health beat. The music's by Michael Roth, and production is by me, Dan Rosenbaum. Check out our daily updates at wearabletechinsider.com and healthtechinsider.com, and by all means, subscribe to our weekly email newsletters there and to this podcast on iTunes. For Wearable Tech Insider, I'm Dan Rosenbaum. Thanks for listening. See you next time.